Welcome to Monday Morning Homilist. I'm Father Manny Alvarez. And I'm Jorge Santibanez. Every Monday morning, we dive deeper into the previous Sunday's readings and homilies. And towards the end, we veer off to talk about life and definitely talk a little sports. Enjoy. Good morning. Happy Monday. How you doing there, Jorge? I'm alive. <laughs> Where were you this weekend, Jorge? New York City. Ah, uh, Christmas in New York. Oh my Can't goodness, be right. it was glorious. Yeah, you're paying for it today. <laughs> I'm two coffees in. Uh, we're starting a little later than usual. <laughs> or he slept in. Not, but when he said, yes, quote, quote, and quote, slept in. Yeah. I got, I got out of bed at like six fifty-seven. Wow. Which is. Wow. I mean, I might as well say I got out of bed at 10, because that's what it felt like. <laughs> Whatever works. When you have two children. Whatever oh, works. Oh, but it was beautiful. It was beautiful. There's nothing like New York, uh, New York City around Christmas time. Just the lights, the energy, the people. It's a lot of people. It's Oh, it was crazy. Our, Lewis said that his uh, his family was there last weekend. He said it's like it people was... are coming back in droves, so it's like. Yeah, you went to Mass St. Patrick's. St. Patrick's, Cardinal Dolan. I saw the homily, heard the homily. Great homily. Good news, bad news. It was a great homily. We'll get into that. Good news, bad news. So what I gather, when we started this podcast, you know, we usually speak exclusively about my homilies, but, you know, we said we would talk about other people's homilies. And we have every now and then. Uh, We haven't done it in a while. But Cardinal Dolan, and you could find this on YouTube, on the the St. Patrick's Cathedral um, YouTube channel. They do a beautiful job live streaming their mass every Sunday. So uh, he gave a beautiful homily uh, titled Good News, Bad News. He goes, you know, we're, we're here. It's Gaudete Sunday. It's We're rejoicing. We're, we're doing all that. And he says, and we're here to, you know, we're rejoicing because we hear the term good news a lot, which is basically gospel. Yeah. And if there's good news, there that means that there's bad news or else it would just, just be called the news. So we have good news, and what's the good news? And he went to give a beautiful explanation of what the good news is, and I'm I'm just doing a paraphrase and concise. The good news is what we're celebrating this season, that Christ came to us. Christ came to save us. Mm -hmm. Now, what did he come to save us from? From the bad news. And every time we say good news, you know, you say, I have good news and I have bad news. Right. Hey, good news. What do you want to start with? <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and what do you want to start with? Like he, he said, you know, he said that everybody, everybody in the crowd got a chuckle out of this was, you know, good news. I, I lost 60 pounds. Bad news. It took me six months to do it. And he said, I'm, I'm not talking about anyone. This is hypothetical. But so I'm about to tell a story that Jorge does not know. Okay. And he's going to react to it in real time as I tell it to him. I got in late last night. I was displaced from my room this weekend because they were doing maintenance work in my room. I get in around 10.45 last night. I'm tired. All I want is what every good person wants at the end of a long day, shower in a bed. Yep. That's all. So I go up to my bedroom, open my bedroom door. Father Andrew is behind me in the stairs, and the bedroom door is locked. No. Like I said, Jorge has not heard the story. It's better. Let me get fast forward. Is there even a key? Okay. (laughs) Yes, there is. But guess where the key is? 
Inside. Inside. Oh, on my desk. No. <laughs> so I get up to so that's the bad news. The door is locked. So I'm so I as father try your I mean I try the the house key. It doesn't right. it's not it's not a master key. I try you know, I'm thinking, okay, where must there be keys? I re- I'm really tired. I really don't feel like going across the street to see if maybe one of the keys in my desk in the office works so that the keys in the desk in my office are for the school and right. for the church and all the master and all the oh, keys no. that open everything else maybe in the garage there's something among the maintenance sheds so what do i do i mean i have two empty rooms that i could that have beds and right, have right. showers i could go in there but i really no there's nothing the, like your own bed exactly at the end of a long day so what do you think i did you bu- busted the door down i kicked the door in. <laughs> How many attempts do you think it took me? Oh, well, I mean, the, you've been, you've been through that door. I've been through that door, but the, but that back that's good wood. Yeah, uh, I I I kicked only the doorknob. I'm gonna go with uh, five kicks. Close eight. Oh, yeah. All right. I was a little tired. <laughs> okay, wasn't putting enough force into it. And I didn't take karate as a kid. My father took taekwondo in his fifties. Oh so no, that's the, crazy. The good news is that I got inside. I got to see the beautiful work they did yeah. in my in my room. They had to take out the rugs because of, for me and Father Andrew, the allergies yeah. are just piling up and everybody said, get rid of the rugs, the carpet. And uh, it was beautiful. Good news is I was able to sleep in my own bed. The bad news is I mean- You got to redo I, your door now. No, the, <laughs> no, really, I only need the, 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 the hinge in the door. I, I kicked exclusively there. That's I didn't hilarious. kick the door in, but I was look, I was thinking, where's there an ax so I could, you know, like the firefighters yeah. used to get in because- I, need, I want <laughs> to get into my room. So, so you see, there's there's good and there's and there's bad. And so Jesus comes to clarify, illuminate the darkness in this world. And then, then Cardinal Dolan, you know, the last two Sundays we've had John the Baptist. And oh, the Grinch. Yeah. I love this. He, he said this. What did he call him? The, pa- the patron saint of bad news. Of bad news. <laughs> I'm like... When I heard, I was my my eyes just I'm like okay. And but um, but this is what I love about Cardinal Dolan, is that he is he's so relatable because he's he's not speaking over anyone's head. Very you know, relatable. He's very calm, and obviously his media background helps him with this. Yeah, you know, but he's very uh, down to earth. You know, he's he's even preaching to massive St. Patrick's Cathedral. You think like he's having a one-on-one conversation with you just because. He's talking just like we are right now, and that's his homily. And he's so, so, so he's going off on Saint John the Baptist, you know, the patron saint of bad news, the the Christmas Grinch. It's and and it's funny. <laughs> he he's like you know here comes this crab and he's yeah. gonna he's gonna ruin. Like, why can't you why can't you come in Lent? <laughs> like tell, go back and yeah. yeah, tell us this in Lent. But John the Baptist, he said this is what he said yesterday in the gospel, because they, uh, you know, Jesus, you know. He's in prison. He's not, it's not what he said yesterday, but he said it more last week. Mm-hmm. You know, call repentance. Repent, the kingdom of God is at hand. But he sends his disciples to Jesus, say, are, are, you know, are you the one, you know, who is to come, or should we look for another? Pope Francis yesterday also had a very interesting take on this gospel that I never contemplated before. Because even in a believer as strong as John the Baptist, there's still doubt. Like, this is his cousin. He knows, but... There's still is like, is it really? Because right. I mean, we've been waiting for him for so long. Mm-hmm. Is it really? And go and and Pope Francis said, and this is something that may help a lot of people out. Doubt is okay, 
because it strengthens our faith. Because Absolutely. out of doubt comes, you know, the assurance of faith. Well, we've said it, you know, we, we want people to ask questions. So yeah. It's, it's in asking the questions that you're going to get the answer. So it's good to ask questions. It's good to question, to, to doubt, to wonder, you know, to go a little bit deeper. So so John the Baptist is, is not, it's not, I don't think he was a prophet of bad news. I mean, he, he was just preparing the way for the Lord. Make straight his path, mm-hmm. you know, get rid of all the junk in your life. It's so Jesus comes to save us, and he comes to save us from all the things that John the Baptist warned us, warned us about, right. all the sin, all of that. And so, why do we rejoice yesterday on Galete Sunday? We rejoice because we know that our salvation is at hand. We rejoice because we know that Jesus is coming. It's two weeks away, mm-hmm. you know. And 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 thank goodness, two weeks away. Father Andrew is still kind of displaced. He goes, I got a funeral for next week. He goes. Uh, the funeral's on the 16th. Yeah, that's next week. I go, no, Father, that's Friday. I'm like, oh, wow. He goes, I'm still thinking that the 16th of December is yep. far off. I go, no, it's, you know, even though we have full weeks of Advent, Christmas is creeping up. Yep. And, and the thing is that, you know, in the good news, bad news, the good news is Jesus is coming. The bad news is in the secular world that, you know, we get to Christmas and, and it's done. And it's done. We and the church start. With the with the Christmas carols and the Christmas hymns and the Hark the Herald Angels mm-hmm. sings and the and the angels we have heard on high. Well, we're hearing that, you know, when we go into shops and we're in the car and, and we're hearing it everywhere and we see it in the in the lights and and you know but that's the good news. Jesus is coming, but the bad news is that people forget the next day. That's that that's something we cannot let happen. Yeah, the the wisdom of the church to give us Gaudetas on, on the third Sunday of Advent. You know, because it's it's literally a visual reminder that you know something good is coming. You know, we're almost there. We're we're closer than we were when when Advent started, but we put it on the third Sunday because we're not there yet. You know, right now we we go right back to purple. You know, right back to the to the penitential waiting to the, you know the the. Uh, I wore purple yesterday. You you wore purple? Yes. Oh, you did. Boo! Rose, rose or no. pink? Rose. No, pink. In the liturgical <laughs> book, it says rose. I know, but all the vestments look pink. Yeah, Cardinal Dolan's looked a little more, a, a little yeah, darker. I, it wasn't, I, I it wasn't to, as bright. I, pink. I need to get better rose vestments for anybody wants to donate rose vestments. Uh, please call me. <laughs> uh, I need to get better ones for, for. We have two sets. I mean, one that's a set with a dalmatic, and then another just rose chasuble. But we need a better one. But you know, but this third Sunday, it's all about you know, literally Gaudete Sunday. Rejoice. You know, it's literally a, a joyful Sunday in the midst of this Advent journey of preparation, but we're not there yet. You know, we, we have we still have another in this this year two more weeks you know, where we go right back to the to the purple and the penance and the you know the meditations and the reflections and you know it's not Christmas yet. You know, so you know we've got the good news, the bad news. Good news, you know, Christmas is coming. Bad news, it's not here yet. You know. Good news, there's a lot to celebrate. Bad news, and this is you know, what Cardinal Dolan really emphasized in his homily. You know, Yes, Jesus came to save us, but we have to recognize that he's saving us from something. And what is that something? You know, that's what we yeah, spoke we, about last week. Ago, last week or two weeks ago, yeah. You know, where, where we have to name it. We, it. It's not just this random, you know, mysterious thing. It's, this is my sin. You know, this is what I struggle with. This is what I need to 
give up. This is what I need to hand over to the Lord. This is what he came, you know, what he was born, you know, as I welcome him into my life, into my family, into my home. This is what he came to save me from. And we need to not only identify that, but just call it out. And, you know, you know, going back to Cardinal, it was some, a tweet that he put out a couple weeks ago. You know, said, make a good confession yeah. this Advent. I mean, it'd be the best Christmas gift that you give yourself. It's like going in and, you know, there's a loophole in confession. I, I, I need to call it out. I'm not violating the seal by saying this. Uh, sometimes we say at the end, and all those sins I can't remember. Is it the sins you can't remember? How honest is that Is it the sins you can't remember or the sins you don't want to say? I remember a Dominican priest saying one time, and I'm and 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 the words I'm going to use are are, are going to give poor service to how powerful this statement was. He said, "Satan doesn't want you to name this sin." He, and so what you need to do, and I've preached about this in in, in Advent missions or at Lenten missions, is that you need to. Open Satan's mouth and basically, and excuse the you know, the graphic nature of what I'm about to say, you need to open Satan's mouth and defecate that sin down his throat. That's pretty powerful. Because there are things that we don't want to say. And that's what we need saving from. Yep. Hey, new and flash, we, by the way. Yeah. Intentionally holding back naming a sin in confession is in itself. It's sin, yeah. Sin. Yeah. <laughs> If so, you didn't know, now you know. Sorry because, to sorry to burst your bubble. Because you know, sometimes, you know, we're there and and listen, I'm a penitent. I'm guilty of that. Yep, I've done it. So and we're shamed. Mm -hmm. And going back to Pope Francis, he goes, shame he said he said that was good. He also said shame is good. Because shame mm -hmm. allows us to recognize that there's something wrong going on yep. that needs to be cut out of our life. Mm -hmm. See, that's the bad news. We go into the confessional, and lucky me, you spill the bad news to me. Good news is what I do at the end of the confession, right. what Christ does at the end of the confession, that you're forgiven, you're absolved, you're in the state of sanctifying grace. That's, that's the good news. And, and why wouldn't you want a part of that, to be able to rejoice? Oh, not just a part of it, all of it. So I said the good news. During this whole episode last night, you can ask Father Andrew. Um, I don't know why. My team had just lost for the second week in a row. Uh, I had a very long weekend. Very busy. I'm aching all over. And I was just laughing. I was joyful. Huh? I walk in. I mean, I didn't walk in. I kicked the door in, literally. <laughs> And, you know, I'm joyful. I went to the chapel to do my night prayers. I was just joyful. Oh. And then when, just when I thought everything was done, you know, I'm getting ready for bed. And here's the thing. I don't – took the carpet out, okay? I had to take – I've been on allergy medication. That's why I had to take the carpet out. Right. I went to take my allergy medication in the evening. And I always have a bottle of water on, on my nightstand. And for the first time ever, I knocked the bottle of water over. Now, there's no carpet there. Yeah. So now it's all over all this over. new <laughs> hardwood floor. So my day's not done. So I'm there wiping, getting paper towels. And I'm, and I'm laughing. This is 
12, 12 30 at oh, night. And was, I'm and I'm laughing. I was long gone by then. And I'm laughing because I'm like, I have nothing to complain about. Oh. I'm a priest of God. Oh. He has blessed me so much. I get to I get to preach the good news every day of my life. Today is our Lady of Guadalupe. Mm-hmm. I can't believe we're 16 minutes into the podcast and I haven't mentioned our lady yet. You know, that I get to do all of this every day, that I get to be, you know, teach kids, that I get to, you know, celebrate the Holy Eucharist, I get to absolve sins. I mean, what do I have to I mean, complain about? And I know we talked about about this uh, Thanksgiving week, but I was laughing. And, and remember when I was kicking the door in, Father Andrew was a little, you know, freaked out that I was laughing. Yeah. You're, you're scaring me, man. You're, scaring going, me. you're You've gone man- maniacal. Yeah, I'm like, I mean, you're, you're scaring me. And so it's like, you know, what do I have? And, and so but I, that's I, what this week's about, Father. It is. Literally, rejoice. Rejoice always. Yep. And it's so easy to complain and to point out, oh, you know, my door, I lost my key. I'm locked out of my room. I'm locked out of my car. Or, you know, this person said that. This didn't go according to plan, blah, 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 blah. You know, it's so easy to, and we've spoken about this before, you know, it's so easy to focus on the negative. On the negative. Yeah. And yet this week is all about rejoice. And it's not just rejoice when things are going. It's rejoice always. Always, in good times and bad, rejoice. And that, and that's the difference between you know, joy and just the emotion of happiness. Yeah. And th- there's something I wanted to ask you because y- you saw the, you know, you were in New York. You saw the Radio City Music oh, Hall Spectacular. I, I saw one. I've been in New it York is appropriately several named times uh, during Christmas. And even amongst the secularity of New York. That's, you this know, part, I, this blew me. I, I was... I was not. A, I I knew it was there, the the nativity scene, mm-hmm. but I had forgotten. So just so, just to clarify, yeah. if you've never seen the Radio City Music Hall Spectac Christmas Spectacular, you know, aptly named, yes, with the Rockettes, they end it, you know, kind of because there's a kind of that's like the climax. It is it is a climax. It it the climax is the nativity, and here you are in the midst of, you could say modern day Sodom and Gomorrah. Yep. Okay, and you know, right across the street is Thirty Rockefeller Center, where Saturday Night Live, you know, great show, standard for so many years of the culture, and but it's just gone totally crazy, you know, anti every anything that we believe in over the last probably all since inception, but still, right across the street they mm-hmm. do all these things, and you're you're you're, you're transported, and then here they are, and then across obviously across the street from Radio City Music Hall is St. Patrick's Cathedral, where yeah. the, Lord is present oh. every day. But you always get the vibe, you know, whether you're in New York City or even walking through Carl Gables, you hear the Christmas, that it is something you can't take out. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what blew me away. So so the whole, literally the first half of the show was all Santa. Yeah. Santa this, Santa that, you know. We, hun- like, we like Hundreds Santa. and thousands of Santas on stage. We like Santa. I love Santa. Yeah. You know. So, so the the scene transitions to, uh, you know, half the curtain opens and it's a little girl in in bed and her mom's reading her a story and I was waiting for you know let me do my nice my Christmas. Christmas list or a letter to Santa or whatever and the mom starts proclaiming the gospel, starts reading Luke chapter two, right? What Linus reads at the end of a Charlie Brown Christmas, and and I was like, all right, here we go. I forgot this was coming. So, and I'm thinking like, oh, I'll just make a brief passing mention of it and. Then the other half opens, and it's the angel proclaiming, you know, the good news to the shepherds. And then the whole the whole stage opens up, and 
it's this. Oh no, and the three kings going in reverse from west to east. But <laughs> they entered from they went from left to right. I was like, no, the east is on the. Anyways, <laughs> we'll make a. These make are a, these, right, are, the, right, these right, are the things that I noticed. Write like. a letter of complaint to the producer of the Christmas Spectacular. You know, but but it's this it's this whole build up. You know, telling the the you know literally proclaiming the good news of yeah. what Christmas is really all about. You know, and it finishes with you know this massive uh, presentation of the the three kings and the gifts to you know Mary, living nativity scene living with nativity, real animals. with real camels with real sheep. It was impressive. Yeah, it was. It, it it just goes to show that. And I was so proud of my daughter. And just to be there with her was emotional. Angie cried. Sorry to call you out on it. A, a few times. I I didn't actually cry, but I got a little, I got a little emotional there. Uh, Boy, you but like but I, I I looked at her. and I said, "Look, Mama, it's mm. it's Mama Mary and Baby Jesus." And she looks right back at me and says, "And Papa Joseph." I was like, ah, "Yeah, yeah go, that's go. my girl." Shout out to Joseph. <laughs> but the reason I asked you about that because there's something I, I've always been mesmerized by the mission of St. Patrick's Cathedral in New York. Yep. I mentioned this in my homily two weeks ago that Cardinal Dolan, the first week, that the first year Advent he spent in New York City as, as the Archbishop, you know, asked beautiful Christmas crash nativity scene mm-hmm. to, the, to the left of the altar. And he asked, why is that up there on the first Sunday of Advent? You know, shouldn't we wait until... Now, the crib is empty, but the rest of the, the nativity scene is... is 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 uh is up there and you know the rector of the cathedral at the time said well your eminence it wasn't your eminence your archbishop you know the we had two million visitors in the month of december don't you want them to see what the reason of the season is about he's like well you're right and it's so impressive that but what, what i'm getting at is that they're in the heart of the city where so many crazy things happen and and everything they go totally against a lot of our beliefs, but yet Christ is still there. When Pope Francis visited this country, I want to say it was in 2015, for my money, the best homily he preached was the homily he preached in that rat den that is Madison Square Garden. I hate that place. <laughs> but Mass was celebrated there. I mean, should have celebrated Yankee Stadium, but that's another story. So I'm holding a New York Yankee mug in my hand. Yes, the cathedral, right? Oh. Right. So, I mean, Pope Paul VI, John Paul II, <laughs> Benedict XVI celebrated there. I mean, just saying. Uh, and there's m- monuments and monuments parked there, but I digress. But Pope Francis, I, t- I title that homily, even though that's not the title of the homily, I call it Jesus in the City. And and if you have a chance, go go look that up. You know, Pope Francis homily, Madison Square Garden, 2015. Uh, just an amazing homily because he knows where he is. He knows... That New York was that is this great, you know, intersection of culture and media and art and all this wonderful stuff that and you have these beautiful museums that have beautiful pieces and, and we spoke about beauty and we spoke about Handel's Messiah last week and all that that, that lifts the mind towards the divine, but what happens in New York, they, they try to bring it down mm-hmm. to like, no, nah, it's not about the divine. It's about us, it's about me. See, that's the bad news. Yep. It's not about us. It's not about me. It's about Jesus. And that's why we say Jesus is the reason for the season. That's why we want to keep Christ in yep. Christmas. 
and that's why so many that's it's you know it's become a crusade you know i think that it's become a crusade you know for the sake of being a crusade just pick your battles yep. don't go overboard with mm-hmm. it say merry i mean obviously say merry christmas yep. i always like to tell the story that one time in hialeah i said merry christmas to a clerk at walgreens and she said <sighs> and she said thank you father no one says that to me yeah. you know it's like and i obviously they're not allowed to say it i guess right. but you know i go around and i say pe- to people when i go out of the stores and and, and, and such merry christmas mm-hmm. because it is who we are it is what we're celebrating it is the reason for the season. So the good news is that, yes, it's, you know, I believe the Cardinal, you know, swung, swung this and in, inserted this into homily. Yes, the good news is it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. You know, the church is starting to fill up with more trees and mm-hmm. more decorations and more will be coming as, as Jorge does feats of daring do and hangs himself by the balcony but. and <laughs> as I'm, I'm scared to death that he's hanging up garland where he shouldn't be hanging up garland, but... It's sturdy. I've done it, it a few is. years. Yeah. Uh, knock on, the, let me knock on everything around Wow. <laughs> I mean, I saw him one time on that balcony hanging up that ground. Like, what is he doing? And I'm thinking of his wife and kids. And I'm like, yeah, it's a long fall. But he's up there doing it because it's that's Jorge. But all that stuff is, is pointing towards one person, Jesus Christ. Small. That even in the midst of our crazy lives, we have to look into that smallness and find the reason or our, our, the good news, the reason for our rejoicing yesterday yep. and this week. And I want to talk about a little bit about Our Lady Guadalupe because I've been there three times. To I, w- I was a teenager all three times. It was when I was doing mission work in Mexico when I was in high school. And my goodness, you talk about you talk about New York City. Like Mexico City yeah. is a bigger metropolitan area <laughs> than New York, if you could believe that. Also densely populated yeah. and you're walking over homeless people as you're heading oh, towards wow. you know Guadalupe the Tepe, Tepeyac or La Villa as they call it in Mexico City and you hear the, the noise of the city and, and the cars and, and, and mind you this is 30 years ago the last time I went uh, it'll be 30 years ago next summer the last time I went and you walk in there and there's peace in the midst of that city wow. it's, it's why I like going to Central Park when I go to New York it's like You'd find some quiet, mm-hmm. you know, somewhere underneath a tree. See, oh, look, a patch of green grass <laughs> in this concrete jungle. Yes, let me, let me, let me embrace yes, a, a patch of green grass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it, right now it wouldn't be green. But I'm just saying, in the summer, I, I like going there because it's, it's peaceful. But you go into La Villa and into into Guadalupe, and, and it's just so peaceful, and you feel Our Lady's presence. Yeah. You feel, you see the faith of the people, and it's Mary reminding us. You know, am I not here? Who am your mother? That's what's written on the Have top. Have you been the to the new? Yeah, oh, that was the that was that was the new one already. It was in the eighties. I, I went in the early nineties. Uh, but the it, it says, "No estoy aquí yo que soy tu madre." Am I not here? Who am your mother? And I, at that time, I didn't understand that because I was a teenager. Now I understand it. You know, that's the good news. Jesus gave us his mother. Behold, your mother. And she came to visit us, looking like one of us, dressed like one of us, talking like one of us, and evangelized an entire continent. And that's what we celebrate today, Empress of the Americas. And, uh, you know, if you ever, when you're, next time you're a little flower, you, some, probably a lot of you notice this, but maybe some of you, a lot of you haven't. 
when you walk in on the right before you get to the choir, all the stained glass, the last one before you get to the choir is the stained glass of Our Lady Guadalupe. There's six images. Uh, let me see if I get them. Guadalupe, Fatima, Lourdes, Our Lady of Knock, Our Lady of Sorrows, missing one. Or is it's it five? Six. No, it's five. It's five, yeah. It's five. So I got them all. Our Lady of Knock is patroness of Ireland. Yeah. So we have Irish pastors that founded this, Irish pastor that founded mm. the parish. But yeah, so Guadalupe is <laughs> the first one. The first one. It's put up there in 1954. Nice. And, and it's just a reminder. I mean, some people ask me, Father, why isn't there anything about it? Why do I go, look up there. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> it's right up there. So, yeah, it, it is such a beautiful, beautiful image, that advocation of our I mean, here's how important it is. The, the Pope, on on Thursday, Immaculate Conception went to, you know, obviously celebrate Mass in private, but and did an Angelus. It's a solemnity. And then goes to the Spanish Steps where there's a statue of on a big column of, mm-hmm. of the Immaculate Conception. But today, they celebrate a big Mass for Guadalupe in St. Peter's Basilica with a big old nice. uh, image of her. Nice. A, a duplicate, a, a replica of what they have in. I'll never forget his visit to Mexico City when I didn't know they could do this. That the the image can be turned in, or is that it, oh, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. it opens it opens in to a small chapel yeah. behind the image. And oh, the, and he was the, up there a while, and he was up there a while just staring yeah. at her. John Saint John Paul had a great <laughs> devotion mm-hmm. to Guadalupe, great love for what, and that's why. It's so revered now in the Universal Church, just yeah. like he brought St. Faustina and the Divine Mercy into the yep. church. He really brought Guadalupe more mm-hmm. f- forward into, into Universal Church. Oh, and if you have some time this week, do yourself a favor. Read up on the Dilma. I don't know, on the details of the... Oh, yeah, my Google goodness. That. It is. I don't want to get into it, but it's like... It is incredible. It's I mean, just like one th- The more you read, you're just going, no way, no way, no way, no way. Scientifically... It's mind-blowing. Scientifically just proves the miracle that it is. That 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 Dilma, that, that shroud, that... San Juan Diego was wearing mm-hmm. should have disintegrated centuries ago. Yep. Still there, still there, and it's been scrutinized and just analyzed. It. Just uh, so I told you to Google two things. The first one was I forget it was earlier today. We'll play it back. Yeah, we'll play. It, yeah, play it back. The first thing I told you. To <laughs> oh, Google. St. Patrick's, the the the, 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 homily. Yeah, the homily, and then the second thing I think I told him something else. We're, we're waking up a little bit here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> At uh, the second thing was the Tilma. The Tilma. Yes, Google the, the scientific <laughs> studies on the Tilma or the Shroud of Our Lady of Guadalupe. Um, so all that is good news. Christ comes to proclaim the good news. You're called to proclaim the good news. Why? Always. Always. Yeah. All right. In season and out of season. And we're in season right now. Yeah. It is the time to announce and rejoice that the Lord is near. Bad news is the world's going to forget us on December 26th. Oh, we're on to New Year's. What are you doing for New Year's Eve? You know, oh, you, know you know what I hate? Pet peeve, Christmas trees on the sidewalk oh, on the 26th. No, what, what I, oh, I, I remember that drives years me ago, crazy. on December 27th, I walked into a mall to return something or to get something, everything on sale, and all the Christmas decorations were gone. Yeah. That drives I'm me like, bonkers. can you not wait until at least <laughs> New Year's Eve? I mean, New, so January second. I mean, at least for the secular, world, I, I get it. Catholics, yeah. you know. Well, this, this year is a Sunday, so so we shouldn't see January much until the 6th. following weekend, hopefully. <clears throat> yeah, but I mean, it's like, <laughs> come on. When does Christmas end, Father? Baptism of the Lord, which is on this year. Oh, this year on, this, it's on a Monday. The Monday all, after it's Epiphany. all funky this year. Yeah, it's the Monday after Epiphany, so January 9th is all right. January 9th this year. I mean, January 6th, for, for us Hispanics, it, it yeah. ends with the Dia de los Reyes with 
Three Kings Day of Epiphany, which is traditionally celebrated, you know, on the twelfth day of Christmas, mm-hmm. which is January sixth. That's where it comes from. So there's so many things to look forward to uh, this week. Spend some time reflecting on that good news and go back, you know, to what Jorge mentioned and we mentioned last week. What is that thing we need saving from? Jesus comes to save us from that bad news. That bad news that, you know, the other day I turned on the TV. I don't know. I, I, I stopped watching the daily. But the other day I was in, the, in front of the TV. And I go, let me see what's on the news. You know, and I turn it on. It's like, oh, they're ramping up the pandemic. The pandemic, yeah. come on. I mean, not to say I, I want everybody to oh, say the but news, it's like the news. But it's, but it's bad, you know, and it's bad. A news. robbery here. That's why John Krasinski did that. Some a good shooting news. over here. Do you remember John oh Krasinski God, during, the lo- the during lockdown? That he did that. Some best. good news, and then God he got bless and him. then he got bought out, and then it disappeared. Well, he's busy. He's doing Jack Ryan and, and all that. But but it was so good. That was fun. It was so so good, and he did it from and but he did it from a place of love, yep. and we needed that. Yep. We really needed that, and was, we looked forward. We only did it five of it, five of them, but we looked forward that every Sunday night. Because we want, we want, we need good news mm-hmm. in our lives. We need a savior, yep. and that's what we need to admit. We need a savior, and he's coming. And he'll be here in less than two weeks. So keep up your Advent journey. Meditate. Look up those things. Meditate today on Our Lady, who is the focus of this fourth Sunday of Advent. Actually, it's your Matthew. So we focus a lot on Lexi. What Lexi yeah. said this week's Joseph. You know, so, but focus on Our Lady this weekend, her preparation, her silence, her taking in all of this going on, ushering good news into the world. Because we celebrate two big Marian feasts within the span of five days, you know, Immaculate Conception and Guadalupe. So the church wants us to turn our gaze towards Mary today. And, and why wouldn't we? How beautiful a mother we have. How great a mother who brought good news into the world. So, that's where we are in our Advent journey. You know, don't concentrate. Don't fixate on the bad news. Look for the good. Because that's what Jesus came to do. The good news that he came to save you. Now you need to admit that you need saving in order for Jesus to come and save us. Yes! Yes! The you! The you! The you! running back. Wow. That's your fiance's boy. Exactly. It's yeah, a no-brainer. He's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> that guy just... No, but... Just... No. Get out of here. <laughs> what was that last night? Uh-huh. Good news? Bad news? Bad news. I have interest in doing the a sports segment today. <laughs> But I don't think it's imminent. <laughs> okay, wanted, Kim. Okay, you, Kim. You wanted to translate that for the audience? Yeah. The, uh, the we're leading off with baseball. So that's, off how, with, that's how much I want to talk about the Dolphins. With the inaction of our Florida Marlins, of, of, of our Miami Marlins. Which should be the Florida Marlins. My goodness. They were of beautiful. our Miami Marlins front office as the NL East continues to stock up on talent and. But hey, we're interested in that guy over here, and I'm interested in that guy over there. It'd be nice to have. It'd be nice to have an Aaron Judge and a, or a Carlos Correa or a Jose Abreu or a Trey Turner. Yeah, it'd be nice to have him. He's just like, you know, 
You, you, you told me the day, you go, I, 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 it'd be nice to have a huge mansion in Coral Gables right. that I could walk to work and, 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 and have fun. And, and, but nothing's imminent. But nothing's imminent. That's right. That's our front office. Now, uh, what I want to know is two teams, because at the, at the 11th hour, the San Diego Padres came with a $400 million offer to Aaron Judge. And my question is, where is San Diego getting this yo. money? I know where New York's sitting. They have deep pockets in New York. They have, you know, a lot of revenue in New York and have a deep-pocketed or an owner who really wants to win a championship. But I read this about New York yesterday, the, the Mets I'm talking about. The Mets, the Mets luxury tax penalties for 2023. Oh, that's going to be insane. Just the penalties beyond the record-setting payroll are likely to exceed the payrolls of about 10 to 12 teams in the upcoming season. Just the penalties. Just the penalty. That's great. Will exceed the payroll of a dozen teams. Is that not something wrong with Major League Baseball? Well, is, is it time to institute a salary cap, some the salary thing is that floors? It's never going to happen because listen, they just got a CBA done. Yeah. And that has always been the, the baseball union, mm-hmm. players union is the strongest union in professional sports in North America. Yep. It will never happen. I mean, the players should be happy that pay, they're getting paid, yep. but the owners are the ones paying them. So who's at fault here? It's the owners. Absolutely. So. Say now they could say players would come back. And go, oh, it's collusion that they're doing this and not paying us. And it did happen a couple of years ago when there was markets were a little like quiet and we were quiet off seasons and people were getting you know small contracts. But it's like, hey, post pandemic, no, it's, it's gotten it's crazy. So it's crazy. So the Mets, but San Diego, man, they they fill those seats. But they, but they, it's a smaller market than Miami. But they fill the seats. But it's not like look, it's what, not what just could about Miami seats. But what could Miami do if if those seats were filled day in and day out, eighty one games a year? And we did it in ninety three and in ninety four, and then the strike came, and that was twenty uh, thirty eight yeah, twenty eight years ago, no. and I don't think we've ever recovered from that because that place was full. I mean, not I mean, not full full every night, but it was like you had to make a line in the concession yep. stand. To make a line to go to the bathroom, and you you know mm-hmm. you, you you couldn't stretch out. Well, don't get me started on concessions at Marlins Park. Oh, well, yeah, the three hundred five Long menu. Depot. You know, like the three dollar hot dog and the five dollar yeah. you know, or five dollar hot dog or whatever it is, and three dollars hot. Dog. I, I I eat that. You know, that's fine. I mean, at least they gave us that. You have to go, it's only, but it's only in two places. Yeah, on the opposite side of the ball. But they did, oh, they and did. You, and you still got to get in. They in did a, sign three in, they interminable three, line. They did sign three new people to the front office. Oh, hey now, finally did something. One of them is to. Fill the seats, <laughs> but to the person who was signed—I I don't know who it is—to the person who was signed to fill the seats, or, or or to was hired for that. We don't care about, and this is the two of us speaking here. We don't care about Star Wars night, no, nope. or you know, it's nice the Star or, Wars night or in in heritage nights or entertainment. No, I mean the Pachanga band what, in the what, stands. What we want is a quality product yeah. on the field. That's what it's about. Okay, because you you mentioned the Florida Marlins at the beginning of the sports segment. The F- Florida Marlins, even in the cavernous pro player stadium, whatever it was called when they were playing there, they were entertaining. They were they had moxie. They had and the reason why we, we tolerated because we always had the promise of a new stadium yep. and new income, and we would compete with mm-hmm. the bigger teams. And here we are. And and, and it's just coming to the realization is that is it ever going to happen? Because it's 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 a vicious circle. You need the fans mm-hmm. to be able to put a winning field, a winning product. And if you don't get the fans, you don't get a winning. You, you can't sign a winning product. Yep. And is this owner willing? To, and he said so in spring training last year. He was willing to spend, 
But Avi Garcia, Jorge Soler, eh. Well, I guess we're just counting on them having bounce back years. And then after Trey Turner, not Trey Turner, Justin Turner. Justin Turner. Who's old and had an Avi Garcia, Jorge Soler type year yeah. this past year, but with an unthankfully for another team. Mm-hmm. But again, he does not instill fear. I mean, because it's not 2018. Yeah. Trey Turner does. Jose Abreu <sighs> does. Aaron Judge does. You know, Justin Verlander does. I'm not saying we have to go out. We have quality starting rotation. We have a playoff caliber yeah. starting rotation. Oh, for sure. And we don't crazy have bats. And crazy depth of pitching. But we do something. Do something. Come on. Okay. Well, how, how different would the sports landscape in this town be if. And I know you, you love Derek, but if Derek Jeter wouldn't have been forced on us by MLB and the Moss brothers would have purchased oh, that's the Marlins that's instead of. That's a great what if. Because, you know, the rumor out there is they're about to sign Messi. Yeah, I know. For Inter-Miami. But that's that's Beckham. Yeah, but. And and you could say Derek Jeter could have attracted, you know, just like Beckham is attracting Messi. Because Messi wouldn't even. I mean, maybe he would because Miami's Miami. But the Moss and brothers Messi, and, they have and Sherman pockets. are nowhere near the same. How different was that would this MLB? That, that's where you need to go to yes. Billy Corbin for no, answers. That, because was that MLB or was MLB. That, or Samson? Samson talked about it in one of his podcasts one time. Just go time people dig stuff up. All right, really quickly because that's this is all I want to dedicate to it. I saw bits and pieces of the game because no, I just just here. Good news, bad news. All right, bad news. We lost. Good news. We're still, in the we're, we're still pretty good position for playoffs. Do we have to say anything? Bad else? news. We have to, <laughs> bad news. We took Buffalo on a short week on Saturday. My father said it best. I go the NFL. The NFL's figured out Mike McDaniel's offense. I think the worst thing, and by the way, we played San Francisco because of a scheduling quirk. We were only scheduled to play the NFC South mm. this year. South? Yeah. No. Who do we play? No, not South. Play the NFC North this year. Sorry. That's what you do. Every right. year you play a different division. But because we added the 17th game and said, okay, you take one division and whoever had was second in that division to play right. against each other, you know, the following year. And so scheduling quirk was... We ended up playing San Francisco. And that was probably the worst thing that could happen to mm. the Dolphins this season. Why? Because Kyle Shanahan knew what Mike McDaniel was running and basically gave a blueprint to the NFL. This yep. is how you shut down the Dolphins' offense. And the Chargers did that last yep. night. End of story. But something's been wrong with Tua since the Houston game. I, my father's, I told my father, you could ask him. Something's wrong. I have text messages to prove it. There was something. We blew out Houston. Yep. But there was something wrong with this throwing. I don't know what it is. But hopefully it gets fixed in time for Buffalo. And then we have Green Bay on Christmas Day. And then we have New England on the road on New Year's Day. And then we have the Jets here. And the Jets gave the Bills all they yeah. asked for yesterday in Orchard Park. So that's fun. World Cup. Woof. Oh, man. Argentina. Who had Morocco in those semis? Morocco. Croatia and France. Brazil sent packing by Croatia, who just continues to park. You're the not box. a fan of Croatia. I am not a. F- no, you know, <laughs> plucky. There are more people in the state of Connecticut than there are in Croatia. There, you know, you were in New York. There were more people probably in Midtown Manhattan yeah. than there are. In, maybe I'm exaggerating, but but you see what I'm saying? It's a te- it's a country of four million people, and they produce now back to back. You know, they're going to be a top four team. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what happens, uh, but no, what I don't like is this team just you know, they eliminated Spain, eliminated uh, Brazil, they, they just wait, they, no, yeah, they eliminated Brazil and just 
parking the bus and get to penalties and get to penalties but wow. they did have to tie the equalize the game to get to penalties and late. In, in, in Brazil yes 117th minute or more or less uh, but wow and Morocco you know I thought crazy Morocco hasn't given up a goal no nope. the only goal they gave up was a own goal in the group yep. stage that's absurd they have a great defense also. that's absurd but it's been fun it has been but wherever you go everything just stops yeah and the poor Argentina, they were playing the Netherlands. The Netherlands, they had they went into extra time. Argentina scored. And actually, Argentina was up to nothing. And they scored, and then they scored again. I think another, that was another a, late one. Really, really late one. And it's like, whoa. The added time is getting ridiculous. It's, it's 10 minutes. It was plus 11. It was, oh. Like, I remember in Dark Stadium the other day when they added only one minute in one of the games. At the end of the first half, it goes, I think that's a record for this World yeah. Cup, only one minute added. <laughs> He's he's so good at Ian Dark. I'm not complaining about more soccer, but no, it's gonna be good. So tomorrow's Argentina and Croatia. Wednesday you have France, France and Morocco. Morocco. That's gonna be a fun game. I mean, I think it's gonna be France and and, and Argentina. And I mean, our, I have a lot of Argentinian parishioners. They were suffering during that. You know, that, <laughs> I mean, I I would. I hope somebody give me Croatia and Morocco. Really? Yeah. You want you like chaos? I do. Give me the you like give chaos. me the little guys. He. Uh, we won't talk about the heat, and that's another yeah. dumpster fire. I mean, oh, I don't there know. was an actual dumpster fire in New York. <laughs> we were skating at Bryant Park, and we kept hearing ex- little explosions off to the side and massive fire. And it was it was a literal dumpster fire. So, Marlon's front office was in New York, you, apparently. Yeah, I guess. Hey, so. hey, ho, stay, stop, stop. <laughs> We're never, they're never going to invite I thought it was back. a car on fire, but no. So it was. We walked out of there. It was literally a dumpster that was on fire. So there you go. Just since, another day. Just another day. Dumpster fire. Just another, just another day in New York. <laughs> um, anyways, so good week. The Heat, I don't know what's going on there. You know, Jimmy needs to be in that lineup, but it's just not, you know, you lost to two bad teams this week, Detroit and San Antonio. And San the Panthers Antonio. just Swiss no, cheese. No, they're, they're, they're there. They're just not there like they were last year. But they're they're just giving up too many goals. Yeah, uh, they four, are four or five. They were a giving game. up a lot of goals last year. The thing <sighs> is, they were scoring a lot of yeah. goals last year. And there's our hockey segment. All right. <laughs> I, like I said I intended to do a, a good sports segment today, but it wasn't we, imminent. We got everyone but the Canes, so we gotta we gotta yeah, keep signing blue chippers. Yay! Win. <laughs> there's win, our Canes section. Right win there. games. Win games. You excited about we're Kings of the off season? When, when do the Bulls start? They start this probably start this weekend. Uh, I have not paid no. attention to football in to college football in a while. In a while, so, it's amazing we got a sports segment in. All right, that's it. Let's finish off Advent. We have uh, our season finale on Home Monday. Stretch, yes, our you know we'll take a break, take a Christmas uh, vacation, and uh, we'll come back I don't sometime know if, in January. Maybe, 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 February. maybe. We'll, we'll, we haven't discussed that yet. We're we're literally just like <laughs> that story. We're discussing this on the fly while we're recording. But I know that next. Monday is our season finale. Uh, season three or four? What, what? Uh, the seasons. I mean, we we just every time we take a break, we call it a new season. Yeah, so. that that's what they do in Survivor. You know, they, they're on their, <laughs> their, their, their the, Technically, season. if we're if we're going by what we've been posting, this is season four. Okay, so season four finale next week. We'll get more into Advent. Uh, remember, make a good confession. Confession Saturday morning. We have a. Advent penance service a week from Wednesday on the twenty first uh, of first. December, and on Mon- next Monday, Monday the nineteenth, uh, Father Matthew Gomez will be doing a Advent night of reflection at 
7 o'clock. And uh, a lot of things coming up, but spend time meditating on the good news. Christ came to save you from the bad news. And may Almighty God bless you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.